a prime time with Claressa Montero replay from Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon and welcome to today's edition of Health Suite. And we have Dr. Tan Yeok Kiet, Senior Consultant of Department of Rheumatology and Immunology at the Singapore General Hospital. Today, Dr. Tan is here with us to tell us more about rheumatoid arthritis, something that's very uncommon and something that I don't really know much about. But Dr. Tan will be here to tell us more. Welcome to the show. Okay, so let's start from the beginning. How do I know if I have rheumatoid arthritis? Uh, first, it is important to have an understanding of what rheumatoid arthritis is. Rheumatoid arthritis is considered the most common type of inflammatory arthritis that is autoimmune in nature. Its worldwide prevalence is about 1%. Although joints are the most commonly affected, sometimes rheumatoid arthritis can affect other organs such as the skin, the eyes and the lungs. Okay. And rheumatoid arthritis occurs when the body's immune system, example, your body's own defense system, is not functioning properly and mistakenly attacks the individual body, own body's tissue, such as the joints. Okay. So what are some of the symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis? Uh, rheumatoid arthritis commonly causes pain, stiffness and swelling of the affected joints. Example, the wrist, the small joints of the hands and feet, for example, your metacarpal phalangeal joints sounds like a mouthful, but actually your knuckles. Okay. Yeah, and uh, and the role of joints are just uh, uh, after your knuckles, the proximal interphalangeal joints, and the and at the feet, the metatarsal phalangeal joints. Well, the joint symptoms are also usually persistent. Sometimes patients may experience constitutional symptoms such as loss of energy weight loss, as well as other extra-articular symptoms, that means outside the joints, uh, depending on which other organ systems are involved. Uh, sometimes it may be difficult to differentiate rheumatoid arthritis from the other types of joint condition, example, osteoarthritis. Right, okay. Uh, osteoarthritis has a, a form of degenerative uh, joint condition, whereas rheumatoid arthritis is... Uh, commonly recognized as an inflammatory arthritis that is uh, autoimmune in nature. If you experience uh, these joint symptoms and if you suspect that you may have underlying rheumatoid arthritis, it is uh, best to speak to your doctor or healthcare provider about this as further assessments may be required. Okay, so who is most at risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis? There are some risk factors that may increase an individual's risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis. Age, gender, having a family history of the condition, and smoking are some examples of such risk factors. Rheumatoid arthritis occur two to three times more commonly in women than men. Why rheumatoid arthritis is more commonly seen in women is not completely understood and may be partly related to hormonal factors on the immune system. Okay. Yeah, for example, the estrogen's effect. Uh, age is, is recognised as, as a risk factor for the development of this condition. Typically, rheumatoid arthritis often manifests itself among people in their middle age. So what are the treatment options then for rheumatoid arthritis? The treatment options for rheumatoid arthritis include non-pharmacological, that means non-drug, and pharmacological measures, the drugs, treatment. Appropriate use of both non-pharmacological and pharmacological measures is important for holistic management of rheumatoid arthritis. Examples of non-pharmacological measures include patient education as well as physical and occupational therapies. Examples of pharmacological treatments include 
use of anti-inflammatory drugs such as the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drug, the NSAIDs, the NSAIDs, okay, and corticosteroids, example, prednisolone. These drugs typically have a rapid onset of action in controlling the joint inflammation and may be useful, for instance, in relieving joint inflammation while awaiting sufficient benefit of another group of drugs uh, called the disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drug, the DMATs, to set in. I will next talk about the DMATs. Um, now, DMATs, disease-modifying anti-rheumatic drug, uh, as the name implies, are medications which can potentially reduce or prevent joint damage as well as preserve joint function. They are important components of pharmacological tra- treatment for rheumatoid arthritis. Uh, DMARTs include the traditional or conventional DMARTs such as methotrexate, leflunomide, sulfasalazine and hydroxychloroquine as well as the newer agents such as the biological DMARTs and the more recently introduced targeted synthetic DMARTs. Now, medication use for rheumatoid arthritis can have potential side effects. Uh, therefore, do discuss with your doctors on the most appropriate pharmacological therapy before embarking on such medications. Okay, so how can we cope with symptoms of rheumatoid arthritis at work? First, early diagnosis and early intervention is essential in rheumatoid arthritis management. We have learned from our treatment experiences that better treatment patient outcomes, for example, may be achieved with early as compared to delayed intervention with DMATS. Therefore, it is important for patients to seek treatment early as effective therapy to control joint symptoms are available. My other, advisors, uh, my other advice are, uh, one, try to maintain a healthy lifestyle and be as physically active as your health may permit. Although for certain periods, uh, it may be required to reduce your activity level. Example, when the joint condition flares up. Having adequate rest can be beneficial when your joint is inflamed or when one experiences tiredness. A physiotherapist or occupational therapist can provide helpful information on what kind of activities, exercises uh, that may be suitable for you and the intensity of these activities or exercises. When a patient discovers that he or she has a chronic illness like rheumatoid arthritis, this can be a, a life-changing event. However, with the improved treatment available to patients with rheumatoid arthritis, many patients are actually able to cope and function better with this condition. Patients with specific queries on this condition can speak to to their doctors or healthcare providers who are best positioned to provide them with the relevant resources and information specific to their situation. What is the prognosis of rheumatoid arthritis? Can RA actually be cured? Unfortunately, uh, currently, um, there is no cure for rheumatoid arthritis. However, there are medicines, uh, very good medicines, uh, able to control the, the, the condition. Um, therefore, as I've said earlier, it is important for patients to seek treatment early because effective treatment is, uh, effective therapies are actually available to control joint symptoms. Okay, so can, what can you do about RA fatigue then? Yep. Sometimes uh, periods of tiredness can come on uh, with patients with rheumatoid arthritis um, and uh, having adequate rest can be beneficial when, when, when one experiences uh, uh, tiredness. Also, it is also important to have your disease 
uh, to regularly follow up with your doctor and be compliant to your medication because having good disease activity control is important as well. Blood tests can be and are performed by your rheumatologist to, be, to help make the diagnosis of RA. But can you still have RA if your blood tests come back negative? Well, um, sometimes um, blood tests may be negative for rheumatoid arthritis. And uh, so, so your, your, whether you have rheumatoid, dino, uh, rheumatoid arthritis or not doesn't necessarily depend on whether your lab results are positive or negative. For example, uh, one of the blood test results called rheumatoid factor can be negative in patients with seronegative rheumatoid arthritis. So that, therefore, it is important for the doctor seeing you to get a full history, do a complete uh, physical examination and coupled with the uh, investigations and before coming out with the um, the possible diagnosis. Right, okay. So I understand Swim for Rheumatology 2018 is happening real soon. Tell us more about Swim for Rheumatology 2018. Swim for Rheumatology 2018, um, uh, it's uh, happening uh, on the 15th September, Saturday, um, do make a splash and raise funds to find better treatments for disabling and life-threatening rheumatological diseases as uh, these conditions uh, affect close to 600,000 people in Singapore. But with your support, uh, this can help us put a stop to these painful and deadly diseases. Join us for educational talks by doctors and dietitians on rheumatoid arthritis, osteoarthritis and gout and hear how our patients cope with their disease. Uh, so, um, this is happening at the Methodist Girls' School Swimming Pool on Saturday, 15 September, 3 to 7 p.m. It's organised by the Department of Rheumatology and Immunology, Singapore General Hospital. And I understand if you want to donate or register for the swim, you can log on to www.giving.sg forward slash sghhdf forward slash sfr2018. I'll give you that website again. It's www.giving.sg forward slash sghhdf forward slash sfr2018. Thank you so much for coming into the studio, Dr. Tan. Thank you.